Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you, we praise you, and we magnify your great name. We pray for peace in Israel, and we pray the blood of Jesus over ovarian cancer. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the rock of offense, Jesus Christ, amen. My friends, throughout our lives, we are given many choices and we make some good choices. And of course, we make some terrible choices. The choices that are the most disheartening is the choice of short-term gain over long-term gain. The word disheartening means causing you to lose confidence, hope, and energy. In the book of Genesis, chapter 25, verses 29 through 34, you will find these words. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was very weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with some red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom, but Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, Look, I am about to die. So what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose, and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Folks, too often the things of great spiritual value are valued so little by those who seek earthly rewards. Esau and Jacob were twins, born to Isaac and Rebekah, and the twins fought in the womb of Rebekah. A concerned Rebekah went to the Lord for guidance And here is what the Lord told her in Genesis chapter 25, verses 21 through 23. There are two nations in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. Folks, this message from God sets the stage for the conflict between Esau and Jacob. When they were born, Esau came out hairy and red, And when Jacob was born, he grabbed Esau's heel. As they grew, Esau became a skillful hunter of the field, and Isaac, his father, loved him because he ate Esau's wild game. Jacob was a tent dweller, and his mother loved him most of all. My brothers and sisters, the fact that Isaac loved Esau more and Rebekah loved Jacob more will also add to the conflict between brothers. Esau, the red man, was overcome by his physical appetite for red stew. And Jacob, the heel grabber, overtook his brother and gained the birthright. The birthright was given to the oldest child, and it consisted of that person being the spiritual leader of the family, and they also received a double portion of the father's estate. In the case of Isaac, his estate would be divided into three parts— Esau would receive two parts, and Jacob would receive one part. 
So why would God choose Jacob over Esau before they were born? Paul says in Romans chapter 9, verse 11, For the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. My comrades, Jacob was elected, and Esau was not, to fulfill the promise of God to Abraham and to Isaac. This is the sovereignty of God. Jacob was not righteous, yet he knew the value of the birthright and went after it. Esau saw no value in being the spiritual leader. His stomach was his God. The writer of Hebrews calls Esau godless in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16, proclaiming, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who, for one morsel of food, sold his birthright. The word profane means godless. Folks, those who live without the creator of the universe are not concerned with being the spiritual heads of the family. Those who practice disobedience to the way God wants things done in the family make the entire family suffer. God would later let Jacob know the birthright was already his, and that, my friends, is the heart of the matter. Folks, we choose the illusions of this world over the reality of the world God planned for us. We choose the short time we have here on earth rather than the eternity we will spend somewhere. We spend the pleasures of sin for a season rather than the joys of God forever. My brothers and sisters, some of us are guilty as Esau, despising our birthright that is ours through Jesus Christ. Our spiritual birthright is found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14, and include every spiritual blessing, the blessing of being chosen in Jesus, adoption into God's family, complete acceptance by God in Jesus, redemption from the slavery to sin, true and total forgiveness, the riches of God's grace, the revelation and knowledge of the mystery of God's will, an internal inheritance, and the guarantee of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Folks, Esau was not the only one to give up the spiritual blessings. Adam and Eve surrendered their spiritual blessings for a piece of fruit. Adam enjoyed communion with God in the Garden of Eden, and with that communion came communication. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, God instructed Adam that he could eat of any tree in the garden except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Adam's purpose was to provide spiritual service to God by tending and keeping the garden. God had given Adam a choice. He could choose to obey God by tending the garden, eating of the tree of life, which would bring everlasting life, and not eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. My friends, it was always the intention of God to live in communion with mankind forever. It was also his intention to give mankind a choice to be obedient or disobedient. Blessings for obedience and consequences for disobedience. Adam and Eve were totally innocent prior to the eating of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And just like Jacob tricked Esau into giving up his birthright, the serpent, who was Satan in disguise, tricked Adam and Eve. Not only did Adam and Eve die spiritually, but they also died physically. 
As the spiritual head, Adam was responsible for following the commands of God and not the whims of Eve. Adam, compared to us, had only one way to sin, and that was to eat of the forbidden fruit. The consequences of sin, other than death, were the lust of the flesh, because the fruit was good for food, the lust of the eyes, it was pleasant to the eyes, and the pride of life, it was desirable to make one wise. Eve had the fruit, but she could have run away. She was deceived by the serpent, but what was Adam's excuse? Eve tempted him with the fruit, and he ate in total disobedience to God. This is the fall of man. Now the curse for women is that they will suffer pain in childbirth, and the dominion of men over women is the full effect of sin. Adam had all the provisions of God before the fall. Now he would have to struggle to get crops to grow because God placed a curse on the ground. Nothing Satan promised came true. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2 says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. Folks, Adam and Eve did not achieve divine enlightenment. Eating the fruit made them distrust each other and made them realize that they were naked. They were fearful of God and alienated from Him. They were expelled from the Garden of Eden and from the Tree of Life, and we've been trying to get back to the Garden ever since. Finally, mankind would return to the dust of the ground they were made from. My brothers and sisters, Jesus came to restore your birthright to you. Everything that Satan swindled out of you is ready to be returned to you if you want it. The choice is yours, just like it was for Esau, Adam, and Eve, to honor the birthright that has been given to you. Jesus died on the cross to give you back the birthright that was sold for a piece of fruit. He paid for the birthright with his own precious blood, and now you have a choice. Accept the birthright, paid for in full, with all of its privileges, or reject the birthright and face the consequences. Let's pray. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to pay for our sins with his blood sacrifice and giving us back the right to the tree of life. We accept your free gift of eternal life with you and we give you praise. In the name of the last Adam, Jesus Christ, amen. And if you gave your life to Christ, congratulations. Email me at hello at greatministries.org and I will assist you in finding a place to be baptized. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address. And again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.